from the Sky News Centre at 10. Ukraine's president has branded Vladimir Putin a thug following the death of Alexei Navalny. The Russian opposition leader died in prison after reportedly collapsing after a walk. Western leaders are blaming the Russian leader for his death, with Foreign Secretary Lord Cameron warning there would be consequences. Speaking at the security conference in Munich, Vladimir Zelensky said Putin cannot be taken seriously as a leader. Putin kills whoever he wants after the murder of Alexei Navalny. It's absurd to perceive Putin as a supposedly legitimate head of a Russian state. Meanwhile, the UK's Foreign Secretary says there should be consequences following the death of Mr Navalny. Lord Cameron also describes the Russian anti-corruption campaigner as an incredibly brave man. Elsewhere, Ukraine says it's withdrawing troops from Avdivka to save them from being fully surrounded by Russian forces. Soldiers have been battling to keep the eastern town since October. Donald Trump says a court order to pay more than £281 million is part of a political witch hunt led by Joe Biden. He's vowing to appeal against the fine for inflating his wealth to make deals and secure loans. Dozens of tractors are hitting roads in Dover around now in protest at changes in agricultural policy. Farmers are worried at being undercut by cheap foreign produce and green subsidies. Geoffrey Gibson is a livestock and potato farmer in East Kent. He says we're getting less efficient as a country. They're pushing us towards greening the country and reducing our CO2 emissions, which is brilliant in theory, apart from... Every single one of those crops that's not being grown in this country is going to be grown abroad. And sport, India are building a big lead over England on day three of the third cricket test in Rajkot. The hosts are 123 for one in their second innings with an advantage of 249 runs. That's the latest. I'm Victoria Lawrence. Castle Down FM 104.7 because our community matters.
So, Helen, how long have we been doing this together for? How many years now? It's got to be... Because I, I, I used to man- sometimes out on Mondays, didn't I? Yes, that's right. That Donna. was before... COVID, Before though. COVID, yeah. Yeah, because I used to have my own show then, didn't I? You did, yes. Yeah, on a Monday morning. On a Monday morning, oh, the oh, morning oh, show. Uh, yeah, Emma mm. and I, we, we launched mm. the first ladies' morning show before you COVID, did. didn't we, all yes. those years ago? Yes, Um And I did it right up until COVID, w- w- mm. when I went away on the cruise. That's right. And then when we came back, we were all in lockdown we and were, everything was pear-shaped, yeah. 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 It, it never really happened again after that yes i just came back as guests and, and then you, you, you come invited and join, me i did didn't i that's right and so then you come and join me now yeah but i i don't i've just done something for you haven't i yes <laughs> i don't think i've made you one of these for, for years very welcome cup of tea, cup of tea. how Woo! lovely thank you very much i hope it's all right yeah. have you tried it yet i haven't because it's probably a bit hot oh, oh I, so you don't drink your tea straight away then no, do no. you not no not too hot okay i like it and do you sorry do you put the milk in the cup first and then the tea bag and the water or do you put the tea bag in first and then the water then you do the milk that way the oh second way okay around. i usually <laughs> I do it like that for you it doesn't matter. Right. doesn't matter people do it different okay. ways yes. i usually do it that way because then you can see the strength of the t- how much milk you can, you're going to add yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i leave the tea bag in just long because usually you see when i make tea sometimes the tea bags are strong ones they are make aren't two they cups. yes yes but roy likes it stronger <clears> than me so i just have a dip in and yes then, yeah. so do you prefer the, the circular ones, the square ones, or the pyramid ones. Right. I like the circle ones, actually. Do you? Yeah, I've had some right. of the pyramid ones. I always <clears throat> used to have those. I won't mention who they... Oh, okay, okay. Them. <laughs> but some of them split. Oh, yeah, did they split? Yeah, they didn't seem so, so strong. Isn't that funny? And tea leaves in the cup. Oh, my gosh. And I don't mind tea leaves if you use a strainer, but yes. not when it's... In the- <laughs> horrible isn't it you get a mouthful of tea yeah. leaves well anyway in, for the next hour enjoy your cup of tea yeah. is that okay lovely uh, yeah. as you can yes right what have you got next for us please well a busy week this week because i did another talk as i said to you on tuesday nice. and on valentine's day the next day in our church they hosted a lunch a feast for uh people in andover and and the mayor was there and do you know who the mayor is of um andover now of tess valley yes who is it now councillor phil lashbrook okay have i met him did i meet him he was he was our councillor when i lived in shipton bellinger i might have met him you might have yeah at, at, at the um with his mayoral robe i did meet him yeah now I, i've chat. tried to get him on Try to get him on the show because he left me a card for me yeah when we went to appleshaw appleshaw's the fate oh yes yeah. yes he'd probably be there yeah. he gets around yeah, yeah. seen um, him at several <clears throat> functions he was at the salvation army when they did the oh, remembrance good. service good. yeah yeah so I've, I've known him from old from shipton bellinger okay. days but our minister was overseeing it it was a lovely um meal for the for these older people on valentine's day so that was good but i also want to mention about valentine's day because exactly 40 years ago to that day yeah 14th of february 1984 one of the most important events in british sport took place oh. any ideas kev no what was that 40 years ago valentine's day 84 oh. james Torville <gasps> and christopher of course Dee. it was christopher yeah uh, he won gold at the winter olympics in sarajevo yeah their romantic routine to Ravel's Bolero lit up Sarajevo and four decades later they went back there they've been back there this week to dance again and to announce their love affair with performing not them love affair with performing is coming to an end 
the last bolero in Sarajevo on the day they also announced their retirement. Gosh. Torval and Dean returned to the ice to the city that made them household names. Exactly 40 years ago this week, 24 million people in the UK alone watched their mesmerising performance at the Winter Olympics. One of the most memorable moments in British sport. They were in their zone and in a trance, and they they returned there this week to reminisce in the exact spot where they won gold. Wow. But within a few years, the sick city there echoed to a different sound when the war broke out in Bosnia, see? Yeah. And things changed. And this week, they brought children whose communities were divided in that conflict together for skating lessons. Oh, brilliant. And I actually saw them on the television with little tots getting onto the ice for the first time. Some of the younger ones venturing onto the ice for the very first time. And a a little six-year-old, Eleanor Cross, presented them with flowers when they won. But as a teenager, she had to dodge billets bullets to get groceries they also went there to make this announcement that although they would continue as judges on dancing on ice which i'll mention in a minute they would dance together for the last time on a farewell tour next year okay now partners for more than some married couples the secret is knowing when to stop they couldn't think of many couples like them that had been going for so I long. Bet, yeah. Chris said that the secret really is not to get married. <laughs> but their performance um, in Sarajevo was scaled down a bit as it was dance appropriate for their ages. But it was so lovely to see them I together. Bet, yeah. And I love watching Dancing on Ice, which you, is on at do. the moment. Yeah, you love that, don't And you? they're the judges, yeah. you know, with, yeah. Um, yeah. with a, a panel of people. Yeah. And I've thoroughly been enjoying that. And that's come back on a Sunday night, one of my, you know, favourite programmes that I watch. Good. I also watch on um, um, the television two things that have just come to an end, two series just come to an end this week. Okay. And one was... um, Silent Witness. Oh yes, yes. You know I love Silent you Witness. You do, don't you? Yeah. And that, yeah. that's finished now for the. And you know, it was a lovely ending to it. I don't want any spoilers. No, no, no. It was lovely. Okay. It was a super ending, and I hope they'll bring back another series. But another um, one that I like to watch is called "Call the Wit- Midwife." Yes. It's on at the moment. Yep. I think it's on tomorrow. In, and why I'm mentioning it is because the lady from there, who is called Sister Bernadette, she's a Scottish actress called Laura Main. Right. Known for a role as Sister ben, um, Bernadette. She's the doctor's wife in Call the Midwife. Well, she is on stage at Salisbury Playhouse now. Is she? Yes. Really? Started on Thursday the 15th of February to the 9th of March. And she's in a a raucous new comedy called One Last Push. Oh yes, I've seen this. A world premiere. Have yes, you I've seen, seen it. This advertised. Yes, there she yes. is, Laura Main. Oh. It's on at Salisbury Playhouse at the moment. And in 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 the series um, called The Midwife, she's as I said, she was married to the doctor's wife. Stephen McGann plays the doctor, and she actually. Um, delivered her own baby this this year, but this uh, uh, seven years ago she yeah. delivered her son in the scenes series called oh, The Midwife. Wow! And now this series, this show is going on in Salisbury, which Brilliant. I thought was yeah, yeah. And the play revolves around her. She's heavily pregnant, and her partner Mark, who is desperate to ensure her labour goes smoothly. 
However, with the half-decorated flat in disarray, a berth-in pool to figure out, <laughs> and unexpected visitors, things don't go according to plan. Right. And the, the writer was Chris Chib- Chibnall. He wrote Broadchurch. Do you know that famous yes. series that yeah, David Tennant really was good. in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, form, and the former showrunner of Doctor Who. And it, this play promises to be a warm, funny and old-fashioned night out at the theatre. Great. So that sounds I, fun. I've, I've heard it? quite a few. Uh, quite a few of my friends have been to see it actually, have and uh, yeah, it's got a good. Um, and of course, good that writer. guy there, James, him, yeah. he was in. Um, he was in Coronation Street. I can't remember where he played. He was at, at the bar. He, he was in the James Gaddis. Yeah, he's definitely yeah, been isn't in. Isn't his um, face is familiar? Yeah, no, I look and at she, the picture. her face is familiar. That Laura, she's definitely familiar. Yes, oh, right. yeah, right. Well, that's good then. Yes. Yeah, so that's two things that's going on. Another six-part series just come to an end this week, a real thriller, British crime mystery thriller. Right. And it's called After the Flood. Have you seen I've that advertised? I've seen clips of that one advertised, yeah. And that yeah, concluded yeah. on Wednesday night. Okay. And it was, um, and I, I think there, there's bound to be a second series because it, it, it finished on a, a cliffhanger, a twist in the tale, and it featured a lot of murders and a lot of corrupt policemen. Oh, right. In it. Okay. And it was very apt with all the, with, with all the terrible flooding that we yes. had recently in yeah. around. And yeah. I can't wait for the next series to see how they deal with it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. 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 So those are two things that I watch. Brilliant. Good. So there we are. There you are. Great. Right. Now we've got James Blunt on the way Ooh, with your him. beautiful. Is that okay oh, for yes. you, Helen? Yes, lovely. Uh, which is great. Uh, we've got some weather, uh, another weather update coming up in a moment. Also some traffic and travel. And then, Helen, we've got a guest hopefully live on the Ooh, telephone. Lovely, wouldn't it? It's all going on, I tell mm. you honestly. Can I just ask back Tova and Dean? Do they ever have a children? Do they ever have their own children? No, they're not married. Oh, they're not married? They never You're married. You're joking. No, I thought no, they were no. married. No, no. The couple that were, you know, they, they're strictly. You know, there was a lot of rumours about them. They're both married to other people and oh, have had children. Oh, I never knew that. But no, that, that's what he said. The secret <laughs> of their success is not to get married. Wow. No. I didn't know that. Well, do you know what? I'm learning all the time you with are, you, dear. You? I totally want to say. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were married. Yeah, partners for more than some married couples um, have, have known each other for years, yeah, you know. Yeah. But the secret is not to get married. It's strictly professional. Wow. Did you say that? I, I, I didn't get that, did I? Honestly, yeah, brilliant. That's fantastic. Well, there you are. I've learned something new today. Thank there you, you very go. much. We're always learning there something new, aren't we? Right, weather update up next. Here we go. Castle Down FM weather. So today then it's going to be largely dry, but generally cloudy. Uh, a few bright intervals may develop during breaks of the cloud. A largely settled and mild day with uh, gentle to moderate winds. Uh, this evening will remain mostly cloudy but dry. However, it will turn wet overnight as a band of rain sweeps in from the west, I'm afraid. And also we've got some strengthening winds. So for today then, Saturday, uh, the 17th of February 2024, you're waking up to highs then of 13 degrees and uh, lows of 11. Now tomorrow, Sunday, looking like this, it's going to start off dull and damp with persistent rain, I'm afraid. Uh, this will gradually clear away to the east throughout the morning, leaving a dry afternoon with some bright spells developing. It's also going to be another mild day. No adverts mean better conversation and more great music. Castle Down FM 104.7. My 
life is brilliant My life is brilliant My love is pure I saw an angel Of that I'm sure She smiled at me on the subway She was with another man I won't lose no sleep on that Cause I've got a plan You're beautiful You're beautiful You're beautiful It's true I saw your face In a crowded place And I don't know Right, they're just checking out the local road situation then. We've got uh, temporary traffic signals due to telecoms. This is on the A36, basically, just uh, outside Codford. So do allow extra time if you're doing that, uh, going that direction today. Salisbury as well. Got quite a lot of uh, roadworks going on uh, as we speak in the centre. Also, Winchester, we've got a road close uh, due to construction. This is on Garner Road, basically. So again, if you're heading there, do allow extra time. Everywhere else, though, isn't too bad. Now, your next Active 8 bus then from Tidworth Church, of course, in the heart of uh, uh, Tidworth Pennings Road, is your 10.48, and it gets to Andover Bus Station at 11.28. It's on time as we speak, but do check out salisburyreds.co.uk or the app if you've got it, just in case things do change. Right, up to date with Helen and I. This is uh, Castan FM, of course. Kevin Lawrence at breakfast until 12 o'clock today.
Castledown FM 104.7 because our community matters. So Helen, live on the telephone, we should be linking up to our first guest uh, on the telephone, uh, the lovely local singer Georgie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? We're okay, thank you. This is lovely Helen. Hello, Georgie. Pleased to meet you. Hi, Helen. Nice to meet you both. (laughs) So, Georgie, it's not too bad outside at the moment, car park here. Uh, What's it like where you are weather-wise? Is is it it okay? It's pretty pretty good. It's a bit overcast, but, you know, that's normal here, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, hopefully um, the spring is on its way and a a bit, bit of sunshine, you know, but we might still have a bit of snow. Do you like snow or not really? I'm mm, I'm okay with it. I mean, I, I quite like how the country just comes to a standstill. And we, it's very I know. dramatic, isn't it? I know. We never get it right yeah. here, do we? Honestly, you know, it's a bit, no. a bit of snow. We, yeah, it all goes... A bit of snow. Yeah. yeah, a bit of snow, a bit of heat, it's just fun. <laughs> it just goes a yeah. bit wrong, yeah, I tell you. Yeah. Now, uh, how long have you been singing for, please, and, and why did you get into it? Mm, so, I've been singing for a while. I don't really know how long. Um, I think I've kind of always sung in some way. Um, I started getting into it in school. I joined the choir just because my friends liked it. and They they were there, so I thought I'd go along, you know. Um, And then I started playing violin. And that that, that was my first instrument, really. And then, basically, I was singing in my my friend's room. In fact, in Loggershaw. And, um, weirdly enough, she said to me, you've got a really good voice, you should pursue it. And I think I never really... You know, you sing, you think you've got a good voice, but it kind of takes someone else to tell you, I think, sometimes. Because I think, you know, it's very hard to be not unbiased about your own voice, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, I started singing then, and yeah, that's how it all picked up, really. Wow. And, and the violin, why, why did you choose mm. to sort of take up that particular instrument, please, Georgie? Mm. So, basically, um, my very favourite, like, singer, songwriter at the time, she's called Emily Autumn. And she played the violin, like, really well. But it, it was, like, quite heavy rock violin. And I wanted to do that, basically. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. I mean, Helen, yeah. the violin, you know, it's amazing, isn't it? Amazing instrument. Yeah. I mean, is it is it hard to learn, would you say, Georgie, or, or, yeah. or not too bad? It's, uh, it was pretty hard. I mean, like, it's the hardest instrument I've tried to learn. Um, so, yeah. But, I mean, it, it's absolutely possible if you put your mind to it. Yeah. You know? So do you, do you write your own material or do you sing other people's songs? What, what, what do you do? Yeah, so I write my own material. Um, so I write that and I release that under a name called In Colour. Right. Um, and I used to perform covers under In Colour, so it all got a bit confusing. Um, but I've decided to just keep them separate. So it's In Colour, that's my originals, and that's kind of like alternative rock, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, really inspired by the likes of like Fiona, Apple, um, Marina and the Diamonds, that, that kind of thing. Right. Um, but I also sing, yeah, covers as well, um, and that's Georgie Amelia. I also sing in a band called Dr. Alibi, and I'm depping with a band called King Louis. Wow. Well, quite a lot. Yeah. You're, you're certainly busy then, love. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so what what's your favourite cover song you, you, you like doing, please? Ooh, I really like singing um, She Sells Sanctuary. <laughs> okay. I really like that one a lot. I love... Um, I sing Psycho Killer in my set as well. Okay, okay. I, I really love that. That's one of my favourite ones, yeah. or one of them. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. And where do you get your ideas from as well for the, for the songs that you actually write for yourself to, to, to perform out there? Yeah, ooh, probably like life, really. Yeah. Happen. Yeah. Uh, the way I feel. And then, 
take it from there. And I, I like to tell stories like with between the instruments as well, not just with the words. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. And if, have you recorded any of your tracks as well, or any of your covers o- over the years? Yeah, I've recorded. Um, yeah, plenty of my own material. So that's available on Spotify. It's under In Color, and that's all one word: In Color. Okay. Wow. For you and please for you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All really supportive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Brilliant. Yeah, Great. <laughs> now, what about performing live? Because obviously, you're you're going mm-hmm. to a very famous pub. I hear. T- tell us about that, please. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so tonight. I'm going to be at the Crown in Leverishaw. Yeah. Um, and performing live. I mean, I've got quite a few gigs coming up. Um, I've got some around the, you know, some some are banned, some just on my own. So the ones on my own, I'm performing at the Crown tonight, of course. Yeah. Um, in Leverishaw, and I'm performing at the Angel. I'm going to be doing a short set at the Lights as well. Oh, wow. On the 26th of April. Yeah. Yeah. So that should be really good. Um right. Yeah, very exciting. And a few other things as well. Brilliant. Helen loves the lights, don't you, Helen? Oh, yes. Five minutes away from where I live. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, very handy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and what is it like for you singing live, you know, out there in front of an audience? I, I, I bet you love it, don't you? Yeah? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I used to get very nervous, but not so much anymore. I think I'm kind of used to it now. But I, I love it, and I... I really like getting people up on stage with me and just doing oh, it right as well. Great. Yeah. That's brilliant. And what about festivals? Have you sort of done those in the past or is it something you'd like to do in the future? I've done do festivals. I would really like to do them. I don't think I've ever really done one. I've done like some day fests actually. Okay. Fest, yeah. Um, with King Louis. Nice. Brilliant. Yeah, so I've done a couple, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Really, really great. So, uh, what time are you on tonight, please, down at the Crown? Yeah, um, so I'll be on from 9.30 okay. till uh, about midnight. Wow. So, yeah. a big, big long set then, basically. So, um, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, it's been great. Honestly, it's been great talking to you this morning. Thank you so much. So, if anybody wants to access uh, your music, would like to know what you're doing next, how, how can the listener do that, please, Georgie? Yeah, so um, if they want to listen to my originals, um, it's available on YouTube or it's available on Spotify, Amazon Music, or all those kind of streaming platforms. Um, and it's under In Colour for the streaming platforms like Spotify and Amazon. Um, it's just on YouTube. It's In Colour, all one word, dash previously Luciana, which is L-U-S-E-A-N-A. <laughs> brilliant we yeah. love it we love it and just remind the listener again what time are you going to be down at the crown in Luggershaw tonight please yes so i'll be there from 9 30 um singing till midnight fantastic now listen if you want anything else in the future get you know you've got my number now basically all right and i i, <laughs> yeah. I, I hear you you know alex as well don't you from salisbury is that is that right yes, yes i do so i'm gonna I, I actually i really love alex and he was the first person who um he, he like gave me a write up when I when I started my um adventure with um my original music and stuff. And um yes, yeah, so I'm very excited to be performing at his event on the nineteenth of um May. Yeah. So he's he's got an event, um, for Sounds of Salisbury podcast. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also gonna be on the podcast as well. Woo. So this is it's very exciting his new podcast. Uh, it's not a new podcast, but it's it's kind of just come back. 
and it's very exciting yeah so definitely tune into that yeah <laughs> definitely well listen it's been great talking to you thank mm. you so much for an hour to, to ring you all right yeah. this morning um, good luck with your gig tonight hope it really goes thank well you. and thank I'm, you sh- very much. I'm sure there'll be loads yeah. of people down there as yeah. well and uh we'll catch up again i'm sure in the yeah, future well, all right well done georgie and good luck with tonight hope it goes well thank for you, you. all right you gotta help me out it's all a blur last night we need a taxi cause you're And it's Saturday morning then. Of course, that was uh, Katy Perry there for you and waking up in Vegas. Right, Helen, what else have you got there for us, please? 
Well, a la- la- very well-known lady called Taylor Smith Swift oh, yes. has been in the news a lot lately because, right. of course, she she won the best album for the fourth year running at the at the Grammys, didn't she? She did. Yeah, yeah. and well done uh, it was it was a good night. I don't know if you saw or heard any of it. But it was on the news, you know. Yeah, and yeah. other females like Miley Cyrus and Billie Eilish, and a lot more ladies. And Jodie Mitchell, at thirty-four year old, sang for the first time at the Grammys. Okay. But Taylor Smith has also been in the news this week because she's got a new boyfriend, hasn't she? Yes. And he's a, he's a place of the Super Bowl with the Kansas oh, yes. City Chiefs. Yes. And yes. there was a big match, and unfortunately there was. Uh, um, uh, uh, a killing after it. Did you hear on the news? No, I didn't hear about that. A woman got killed in the shooting at the Kansas City. It was the Victory Park Parade, oh dear. which is very sad in yes. America. But yes. Taylor Smith Swift has um, actually uh, sent a generous donation of $100,000 to the family of the lady that was killed, Lisa Lopez-Golvin. Right, Okay. So isn't that good of her? That's very good of her, And that was posted under the singer's name on GoFundMe. So she's a very generous lady. She is, yeah. Very busy lady, isn't she? Yeah, definitely. So I wanted to mention about that. Good. Now... On BBC Breakfast last week, I saw a story about an inspiring and beautiful new musical released last September called The Little Big Things. Okay. You heard right. about it? No, not heard about that one. It's no. based on the Sunday Times best-selling memoir right. of the same name by Henry Fraser, a promising young rugby player who began painting with his mouth after being paralysed in a terrible holiday accident when he dived into the sea in 2009, hit his head on the seabed. Oh, dear. It's a remarkable tale of resilience starring Ed Larkin as Fraser and it played for 12 weeks um, from last autumn in September at Soho Place. Um, And he told the BBC News he was incredibly excited and nervous about the prospect of telling his story depicted on stage. And it'll be the first musical to play at the venue, which last year became the first new theatre to open in the West End in five decades. Gosh. I'd not even heard about it until I heard about the play. No, Yeah, so Soho Place. Wow. So I thought that was a, yeah. a very interesting story. I think I did story. see a little bit about that guy, actually, yes. Yeah, I mean, amazing, yeah, courage and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, good luck. I hope it goes well for him, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know if you've heard about this group of boys from the Pilgrim School of Music in Winchester. No. They've won of the music industry's prizes a Grammy Award for their part in the soundtrack of a new Star Wars game oh. written by oh. a former yes. choir director called yes. Stephen Barton. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and uh, the, the cathedral's director, Andrew Lumsden, said the choristers were thrilled and they recorded their vocals on the soundtrack to the action-adventure video game at Abbey Road Studios oh, in London great. last year. fantastic. And um, Stephen Barton himself, he was a chorister at Pilgrim School and he thanked the boys in his acceptance speech and it reminded him about music teachers being the most important thing, so he dedicated it to, to his. He, he later said, it had been an absolute pleasure to work with the choristers. Yeah. And um, they're, they're thrilled to have won the award over a moon with excitement. And it's very exciting. They have similar projects in the pipeline. And talking of Winchester, 
A small group of us from where we live at Chantry are going to Winchester Cathedral. Oh, right. On Wednesday evening, the 6th of March, okay. early evening, we are going to see the Crown Jewels wow. at Winchester Cathedral. Okay. It's an exquisite, in exquisite detail seeing iconic kings and queens like Henry VIII, Elizabeth I and Queen Victoria. Yeah. They're being immersed in a light and sound show which is running that week, the 4th to the 8th of March, accompanied with legendary music. Nice. A chance to see royal history like never before, journeying through the thousands of years of history, an experience that will be uplifting and inspiring. And it can be enjoyed by all ages, including little ones who will love the sensory experience. Yeah, so it's good yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. The tickets are £12, but um, somebody went online for ours. I didn't actually do it myself. But if you go online, you have to pay a commission of one twenty-five. Oh, gosh. Okay. And we're going to see that on Wednesday, the 6th of March. So wow. I'll tell you all about that next time. Oh, that sounds good. It's good. Uh, isn't talking it? about sensory, there's yeah. a sensory room in the children's ward at Salisbury Dishart Hospital. Oh, it's, it's got good all these. For them. I mean, I, I can't stay in there too long, because you fall asleep. I tell you honestly, I can the, imagine. The, the babies love it. There was this little baby there a few weeks ago, and he was just giggling and looking at the lights they and love laughing. It, don't and they? All that yeah, sort of thing. Uh, a little blonde-headed kid actually. He was brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Oh well, good luck with that. And we're fact, I can't wait to find out. We've yeah. just we've just looked, looked at our little diaries, haven't we? So we have, for yes. next month already. So um, so yeah. Really good. Right, go on, you carry on. Yeah, 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 go on. Now, there's a family show coming to a theatre near you if you like bubbles. Oh. And it could be right up your street. A chap called Louis Pearl is known as the Amazing Bubble Man. He's been wowing audiences around the world with his shows for more than 30 years. Gosh. And today, he's at the Mass Theatre in Southampton, and performances are at 11 o'clock and 2pm. I saw him being interviewed by one of the newscasters. Yes. And he created these bubbles, and he, he, he bubbled him all over. Wow. And he did caterpillars. It was amazing to Gosh. see it. And he's, he's actually at Southampton today. But my family are going to Southampton because it's my granddaughter's 14th birthday tomorrow. Her aunt, our youngest daughter, yeah. has book tickets for her um, her and her mum and herself and they're going to see Cirque that's C-I-R-Q-U-E mm. The Greatest Show Oh right And that's at, also at the Mayflower Theatre so that's her birthday treat so they'll be there today but yeah. they're not actually going to the other one Yeah So but that's nice for them that's isn't it nice. All these things are going yeah. on And he sounds very clever chap yeah. Yes have I got time to go say on. any more? Yeah, go on. Do you do more? Yeah. Have you on. heard of the Ultimate Theatre Band, Kev? No, I've not heard of them, no. They're a rock band made up of people with learning disabilities. Oh. And they're facing an uncertain future after funding came to an end, as so many people yeah. are finding. Yeah. And they soon released their second album, which was supported by the Arts Council England. Members say they've uh, unknowingly played their final concert, which is last weekend after learning that a series of grant bids were unsuccessful but a crowdfunding campaign was set up and aims to help the band carry on and backers include a chap called Tim Burgess from the Charlatans oh right I've heard of him yes Charlatans are great and the Leeds band Yardak 
Yard Act okay. and the Brudenell Social Club in Leeds, where the band played last weekend. The news came through after the gig, so they've got one more rehearsal together, but it's going to be tough for these guys because yeah. they make their living um, making music and getting together. So this community interest company has been set up to support Ultimate Thunder and work with other artists who faced barriers to making music in the traditional industry. Right. It's not like a regular band. No. There's a lot more organisation and people involved. It takes more time and it's more expensive to run. Now, the online fund has raised more than £5,000 with more than 260 supporters. And the Leeds charity Pyramid, who has supported the members of the band since they formed, thanked those who donated. And they said they want to do everything they can to su- to continue to support them. So um, That's amazing, I, I think isn't it's it? lovely. Mm. And they've made two albums and recorded them. Gosh. And their groundbreaking, amazing records are getting airplay all over the world. Wow. And it's their outlet, it's how they express themselves. And they have this incredible rapport when they get together, and it's amazing to watch. When they're playing, it's like nothing else exists. It's magical. Oh, that's I saw just a an bit of them. Isn't that a lovely story? story? Yeah. yeah, well done, Helen. That's great. Right, we got Ricky Martin. He's on the way. You can now contact us via WhatsApp or Messenger. On 07 Castle Down FM. Here for you.
Castle Castledown FM 2024. Right, Helen, finally, what have you got for us there, please? Well, um, we've heard of Tim Rice. Oh, yes. He's touring with a special live event in musicals called I Know Him so well oh right which is one of his yeah. famous songs yeah definitely he's um so tim rice is a lyricist of so many songs can you feel the love tonight joseph and the amazing colored jinko evita you know don't yeah. cry for me argentina and yeah. argentina and etc well many years ago when he was 19 he wrote a letter to Andrew Lloyd Webber, right. who was only 17, on the 25th of March, 1965. Gosh. He was only 17, as I said, Andrew was only 17 years old, and he was writing wonderful melodies. And they got together, because Tim was influenced by Lionel Bart, yeah. people like that, Rogers and Hammerstein. But they got together and became friends, and, and out of it has come so many wonderful yeah, songs. and definitely. You know, which is, which is lovely. Yeah, good. So, yes, he's touring the country with this event that's going on. Great. So I wanted to tell you about that. wanted to mention a few things in Andover. Yeah. There's a public consultation to help shape what they can do to improve and refresh the children's play area at the Vigo Recreation Ground in Andover. Okay. And families are encouraged to come along and get involved in drop-in workshops that will take place in the Chantry Centre. There was one on Thursday, so okay. that's just gone. Good. And there's another one on Saturday the 2nd of March from 10 till 3 when fun park design activities for children will be available and you can have your say if you go into the online survey mm. i wanted to make that um, um known to people also to say that andover's queen statue design has been revealed oh, right. the robe designs and location in andover of a new bronze statue of her majesty queen elizabeth ii have been confirmed Inspired by workshops in the community, the design features intricate relief artwork adorning the flowing robe, capturing poignant, poignant moments throughout Her Majesty's life. And the location of the statue has been confirmed as the Town Mills Riverside Park, oh, which right. is, runs along the side of yeah, our church, yeah, where they have lots of events yeah, going on. Definitely. And more workshops to help inform the other statue, which will be sited in Romsey, because that's still Hampshire, see, depict a younger queen, and they're planned for the, planned for the first part of 2024. Oh, good luck with that. That sounds great. On Friday the 1st of March... It's the World Day of Prayer 2024, service for everyone. Now, it used to be the Women's World Day of mm. Prayer, but they've dropped that so it includes everyone, a service right. for everyone. And the Andover service is to be held at All Saints Church, Upper Clatford, at 2.30pm. Everyone is welcome. And the service has been prepared by the Women of Palestine. And the theme for this year's service is, I beg you... Bear with one another in love. Right. So very poignant. Yeah, lovely. And there'll be f refreshments available. I'm hoping to get to that. Yeah. So I'll tell you about that. That's and great. Another thing that's happening in Andover is through the Arts Society, Test Valley. They are having a series of lectures at the Fairground Village Hall in Wayhill from 10.30 to 2.15, and it's usually on the first Tuesday of the month. Oh, the, okay. the one for this month has gone, yeah. 6th of February, but the next one will be on Tuesday the 6th of March, and that'll be called Monopoly, a game we know so well, or do we? Ah, 
Right, but also there's a special day of interest on Tuesday the 26th of March and that's Nordic art and artists in the 19th century including the Skagen painters and other things. So lots of events going yeah, on there. And amazing. you can obviously go into the um, Test Valley Art Society website to find out any more information. But I thought that was, you know, worth mentioning. And I've got... Little, little more time. Yeah, you've got a couple of minutes left. Right. Have you heard the story about a eleven-week-old puppy called Ariel? No, I haven't. You've got six legs. Oh my gosh, six it's legs! In wow. Pembrokeshire, Wales. Right. She was named Ariel because her additional limbs reminded the staff of a mermaid. Oh, right. Abandoned, and she was abandoned outside a B and M store. Oh. And a veterinary surgeon in Bristol managed to save all four of her working limbs after fears one might have to be amputated. But they raised £15,000, well-wishers all over the world, enabling her to have this um, life-changing operation. That's amazing. Um, the extra legs were located to the right of her tail and they were fused at the thigh before splitting the shin. Um, and, and she's doing really well now. She's bounced back and she's happy. And the last I heard, they were looking for a new home for her. So wow. spent all that money. Yeah. But Ariel is not the only dog with six legs. In 2021, Skipper, a miraculous Aussie and Border Collie mix, survived birth with six limbs and two tails. Wow. Isn't it amazing? What they can, am <laughs> and with animals, you know, what they can do. Absolutely wonderful. I just can't believe it. And so many people out there are so generous, uh, giving their money and yeah. time. It's just, just amazing. I have one more story. Go on. Right. Right. Where are we? How far would you go to travel to eat? Would you go a long way just to eat a special uh, meal It depends. Or the, dish? The, I suppose the, uh, if I've heard any, if I've never been there before and I've heard good news about it, then I would. Get, and it's go. a long way. I'd go. Yes. Well, what about for a jacket potato? Would you go a long way for a jacket potato? Oh, I've heard about this story. Uh, I probably would. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> also known as Spud Man. Yes, the a Spud Man. Peeling, he has become an international mash hit. Yes. But he admits to being in the dark about why. He keeps posting and visitors arrive to his trailer in Tamworth Town Centre, Staffordshire. If you bake it, they'll come. Amazing, those to taste his, um, his, his tatters, yeah. he said. Yeah. Customers come from all across the globe. And apparently he joined TikTok to promote his business in the wake of COVID-19. And since then, he's been praised for using his prominent pomme de terre profile to promote the town and other local businesses. He said, we got back into the town centre and we needed to let people know where we were. And this new thing, TikTok, had come round and we started posting a few videos. He said he simply posted updates on what he did, live streaming his work with thousands of people eventually tuning in from around the I world. I love it. Isn't it an amazing story? I love it. I think my favourite topping is going to be baked beans and cheese. What about yours, Miss Yeah, Miss I Ham, like please? that. I also like, I like prawn with prawn. Oh, do you, yeah, dear? Yeah, <laughs> rosemary sauce. I'm <laughs> posh, <laughs> 
Listen, you've That's been a lovely. star. Thank you so much for coming in again today. Uh, are you going to be here again next month, please? That'd be great. Oh, yeah. yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. We've fixed Brilliant. a date already, we? have fixed we? a date already. Right, I better let you go. Thank you so much, yeah, Helen. Take care. <laughs> yeah, absolutely fantastic. Take care. Speak to you soon. Thanks, Thank, Thank you. you. So, uh, right, we've got the final hour of the show. So, in the last hour of the show, uh, taking us up to uh, midnight, uh, midnight, what am I doing? Midday, midday, 12 o'clock. We have, okay, in hour four, we've got still two more tributes to play out for Mr. Steve Wright, basically, of course, who passed away uh, at the beginning of the week. We are so sad here at Castle Down FM. So, we've done already uh, at the beginning of the show, of course, uh, the fantastic Barry uh, from Watford. Anyway, in hour four of the show, we've got the old lady, basically, the old woman uh, that used to have on, basically, uh, back in the day, uh, Joyce Frost, basically, the late Joyce Frost. Uh, yeah, so we've got her and we've got to play as well the, uh, another thing that he did, another feature on his show, uh, Ask Elvis and if Julie's listening okay uh, Julie Swatton uh, I'm glad because uh, yeah we'll, we'll probably play another Elvis track as well is that okay for you yeah so we've got one more hour left of the show this morning here on Castle Down FM do stay tuned if you can and we've got a couple of guests as well oh yeah I've got to say about that and one of them is all to do with Steve Wright as well actually because he's met him before and worked with him and what have you so uh, and another lovely lady is local in the heart of uh, Lagoshaw right should we do the script the last time taking us up to the news then at 11 o'clock here on Castle Down FM Why is it so hard to look me in the eye? Playing with that cross that's on your chain. I know you only ever bite your lip. What is something you're afraid to say? Is this the last time that I lay my eyes upon you? Is this the last time that I ever watch you leave? This is the last thing I would ever have done to you. This is the last thing that I thought you'd do to me. How come it's the last time? I'm trying to hold your hand, but feeling like my hands tied. You get it right today Leaving that ring I gave you in the drawer But you're taking every single part of me Is this the last time that I lay my eyes upon you? Is this the last time that I ever watch you leave? This is the last thing I would ever have done to you This is the last thing that I thought you'd do to me We said that it would last But how could miss the last time?
Through your smart speakers. This is Castle Down FM News Update. From the Sky News Centre at 11, the mother of Alexei Navalny has arrived at the prison where he died. Ladmila Navalnaya is at the Siberian penal colony where he was serving a three decade sentence. His spokesperson has asked his body to be immediately handed over to his family. Western countries are blaming Vladimir Putin for his death. Russian political scientist Ekaterina Shulman says there's no doubt what happened to him. I think that this murder was timed to prevent Alexei from influencing the elections. Tightly controlled as the elections are still, his voice was heard even from the penal colony in the far, far north, and he could influence people's political behavior. The Foreign Secretary believes Western support for Ukraine can make a real difference to the fight against Russia. He says Kyiv's allies have got the ability to give diplomatic, military and economic help. But speaking to broadcasters at the Munich Security Conference, Lord Cameron says it'll only work if America steps up too. Are we doing enough at the moment? No, I want us to do more. I know that Britain is doing what it can. The European Union has voted through its package. We now need the US Congress to do the same. If all those three things line up, I think that will demonstrate to Putin he can't wait us out, he's not going to win. Meanwhile, Ukraine says it's withdrawing troops from Avdivka to save them being fully surrounded by Russian forces. Soldiers have been battling to keep the eastern town since October. A new treatment for Parkinson's that involves wearing a portable drug pump will be available on the NHS in England later this month. The option means patients will no longer have to take multiple tablets. Sport India are piling more pressure on England's cricketers late on day three of the third test in Rajkot. A short while ago, the hosts were 171 for one, leading by 297 runs. And flood warnings are in place across England and Wales. Heavy rain is expected from 3pm this afternoon to Sunday evening. That's the latest. I'm Victoria Lawrence. Castle Down FM, here for you, because our community matters.
Joe, I love the video to this one. It reminds me of Morph from uh, Heart. What's that Tony Hart show? What was it called? Not Art Attack. What was that Tony Hart show? Oh, come on, it's cool now. Right, hour four there, the last hour of the show today. Tony coming out after the 12 o'clock news today with his show. Morning, Tony, if you're listening. Sledgehammer there for you. Now, this is our second... Uh, sort of tribute then to the fantastic Steve Wright then sort of growing up with him so many people loved him honestly uh, he was so kind to lots and lots of people take that they did a tribute to him uh, the other day uh, just amazing amazing uh, presenter he used to get in very early apparently to prep his shows each day uh, on Radio 2 especially Radio 2 uh, back in the day um, before it finished of course uh, lo- love songs yeah there's a special love songs apparently to tomorrow uh, so yeah it, 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 you know very very talented uh, he knew his craft basically he knew what to say uh, had lots of uh, different features anyway one of his uh, sidekicks I suppose on the on the show was the old woman basically okay a lot of people used to think that she was Jenny Lee Grace but it wasn't it was a lady called Joyce Frost okay and unfortunately um, she did pass away and uh, basically, Steve uh, did this sort of tribute to her, basically. It's up next. Are you ready? Here we go. Castledown FM 104.7, because our community matters. Now, at this point, we'd like to pay tribute to Joyce Frost, who died last Wednesday. Joyce played the old woman on this show for many years. Every Monday, she would come in from Dagenham, where she lived, and would comment on the news of the day, appear on some interviews, and get involved with the show. For somebody who'd not done radio before, she was unbelievably professional. She was a lovely, lovely person, a complete natural on the air, and very opinionated and witty. Now, over the years, she did various projects for us and appeared on the show with many famous people. Here she is, presenting Factoids with Will Smith. This is the big show, Will Smith in the <laughs> afternoon on Radio 2. Oh, he's taking over I the I love joint. that, right? We're going to do some Factoids. <laughs> Silent Night was written by an Austrian priest, Joseph Moore, when he was told on Christmas Eve that his church organ was broken. He sat down, wrote a hymn for a choir, and there it was, still knocked. Factoids, here's Will Smith. The most popular pub name in Britain is the Red Lion. (laughs) And the old woman. (laughs) Former Prime Minister Tony Blair and former Prime Minister Baroness Thatcher are distant cousins. And Tim Smith. Six of the seven continents. Can and here's Bobby. Well, here's Joyce making sure she gets a question in with Robert Wagner. It was easy to follow. Yeah. And you were always the hero. And she was always beautiful. And, and you had this idyllic was, life. Excuse me, Steve. Who was your butler? Uh, he used to be Lionel, an old-time thug, doesn't he? And I can't remember his Lionel name. Lionel Sander. Lionel, uh, that's Wonderful, it. wonderful yes. actor. Played it, Max. It, so it was comedy as well as um, yeah. a mystery A show. wonderful actor. Sorry yeah. to interrupt. He, he polished our stars beautifully when they met it was <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh...
Joyce was never, ever phased by the big stars. She was always cheeky. She was always funny. She was always charming. I mean, we miss her so much. Very much, yeah. And she was never backwards in coming forwards either. No. And my job, or one of my jobs with Joyce, was to get her factoids ready every week. And if I didn't have them ready, oh, did I you get got a, it in the oh, neck. Absolutely. Anyway, here's Joyce as the old woman looking at some of the news of the day with us with one of her trademark mispronunciations. Joppers were warned to beware of counterfeits. More than 238,000 items were intercepted at Southampton docks with workers spotting bogus bags and sunglasses watches, and you, watches all the, yeah, yeah, all, all things like that. Yeah. Yeah. All Christmas presents that are counterfeit. Yeah, counterfeit, I think counterfeit. you mean. Uh, Patrick Kilty with us later and Ollie Murs. Oh, she was absolutely fabulous. Sometimes she did that stuff deliberately, by the way. Joyce sadly had been ill since the spring and me, Tim, John and Anthony from our show went to visit her in Brentwood in Essex just a few weeks ago and she was still on fine form. Uh, she had a great life with her late husband, Bob, and we want to thank Joyce's nephew, Ian, Ian's wife, Geraldine, and Joyce's niece, Leslie. Joyce died peacefully and pain-free. It's a sad loss. Thank you for being the old woman with us, Joyce, and we'll miss you very much. So Steve then at the time, and of course Tim Smith, Bobby, uh, remembering the old woman, basically Joyce Frost. She was amazing. <laughs> so funny. So absolutely But I bet Will Smith had a great time, actually. We're going to play a track from him next, actually. Men in Black. I bet they had a great time. Now, the theme tune there, uh, that was actually put together by a chap called, uh, who worked on the show as well, Anthony James, basically. Yes. I mean, it's just brilliant. Uh, there's a little uh, YouTube clip, basically, how they put it all together uh, back in the day uh, for Steve's show on uh, Radio 2. So there you are. Anyway, uh, for Will Smith, anybody Will Smith uh, uh, fans out there, uh, I know she must have loved it, the old woman. Yeah, and, and especially Steve and the, and the team in here. Uh, Will Black, uh, Will Smith, sorry. Men in Black, Will Smith. Oh, uh, next on the show. Oh, I can't, I've got teeth out. I tell you what, I'm sick. I'll put her back in. Yeah. In black, remember that, just in case we have a face-to-face and make contact. The title held by me, MIB, means what you think you saw, you did not see. So don't blink, be what was dead is now gone. Black suit with the black ray bands on. Walk in shadow, move in silence, guard against extraterrestrial violence. But yo, we ain't on no government list. We straight don't exist, no names and no fingerprints. Saw something strange, watch your back, cause you never quite know where the MIBs is at. Uh, and... Uh-uh, uh-uh. Now, 
dark as the night on the horizon. Bright light into sight tight. Camera zoom on the impending doom. But then, like boom, black suits fill the room up with the quickness. Talk with the witnesses. Hypnotize up, normalize up. Vivid memories turn to fantasies. Ain't no one my bees. Can I please do what we say? That's the way we kick it. Yeah, you know I mean, but still a noisy cricket get wicked on you. With your first, last, and only line of defense against the worst scum of the universe. So don't fear us, cheer us. If you ever get near us, don't jeer us. We're fearless, and my bees freezing up all black. What's that stand for? Men in black. Uh, and, and. The men in black. Let me see you just bounce it with me, just bounce with me, just bounce it with me. Come on, let me see you just slide with me, just slide with me, just slide with me. Come on, let me see you take a walk with me, just walk it with me, take a walk with me. Come on, and make your neck work. Now freeze. I know we might seem imposing, but trust me, if we ever show in your section, believe me, it's for your own protection. Cause we see things that you need not see, and we be places that you need not be. So go with your life, forget the Roswell crap, show love to the black suit. Cause that's the men in, that's the men in. So we got one more tribute then uh, before we finish at 12 o'clock today, midday on Cast Down FM for the fabulous Steve Wright then. You Steve Wright fans out there, just amazing. Hello, ladies. Hello. 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 And you're listening to Castle Down FM. Castle Down FM, local news headlines. So we've got here a village uh, conservation group has thanked volunteers after they turned up in a, uh, lots of numbers of them basically, uh, for a community tree planting session. So the Upper Clatford uh, Conservation Group planted over 30 trees along the fence line of the Borksbury Hillford Meadow on Saturday, February the 10th. So well done to them. With the Hampshire Forestry Partnership donating the trees as part of the Shoots Along the Roots initiative. What a great uh, rock and roll name that is, yeah. Uh, the group had explored the possibility of planting along the A303 Southern Boundary, although this was not possible due to the scheduled monument uh, projections on the remaining section of this particular hill fort. Therefore, the planting took place along the Boxbury Hillford, helping to enhance the screening of the A303 and enriching biodiversity in the local 
app so well done to all those volunteers that took part in that trees are so important aren't they so important basically every tree that gets cut down we should be planting new ones as well uh, ready for the next uh, generation of course more local news stories also events as well what the station is up to uh, also our schedule can be found on our website www.costinefm.com if you would like to become a volunteer here or you'd like your event uh, promoted there's our email address on there as well and our whatsapp number it's all on there basically www.costinefm.com right we've got gloria uh, up next by uh, laura Branigan. yes it's all happening on costan fm then for a saturday morning uh, this is costan fm and i'm kevin lawrence yes Ooh. castle down fm local news headlines saturday morning on castle down fm you can now contact us via WhatsApp or Messenger on 07 562 941 
She's got a powerful voice, that Laura, and she, I tell you what to see. Exclusive then to Castle Down FM on a Saturday morning. And we've got another guest live on the telephone any minute now. And music on the way from Queen, actually, and we are the champions, yes. You are all the champions out there, yeah, yeah. It's Kev Lawrence, live on your community and community radio and www.castledownfm.com. It's Kev Lawrence. Castle Down FM 104.7. Right, are you ready for another guest and live on the telephones of Castle Down FM? Because our community matters. And I'm very excited because uh, we think it's about a year now that the last time we had her on the show, basically. Uh, we should be leaking up uh, from Dolly's Vintage Tea Room in the heart of Luggershaw, the lovely Susan. Hello. Hello. Good morning. How are you? I'm really well, thank you. Well, so has it been a year since the last time we spoke to you? Um, it's been a bit over a year. It's almost a year and a half now. Wow. And how's it been? How's it going for you? It's going really well, actually. We're really, really pleased. Brilliant. So just describe a Dolly's Vintage Tea Room, just in case, Susan, anybody's never been there before, please. Okay. Um, it's very vintage in style um, with oldy-woldy things dotted around. And we use um, china cups and plates and saucers all the time for everything. Brilliant. And sort of customer-wise, you get a lot of people coming through, you know, uh, sort of, uh, and locals as well, yeah, coming to the, to, to the tea rooms, yeah? We do. Um, I'm sort of very busy on social media, so we actually get quite a lot of people travel to us. So they travel from sort of Newbury Way and Salisbury, Hungerford, as well as all local villages. Brilliant. Now, can you tell, um, don't give you too many too top tips away, but uh, how, how do you make, uh, please, uh, Susan, a good cup of tea, please? <laughs> I'd say the secret is to use enough tea bags. Okay. Because I find quite often you go to places and you have to keep stirring the pot and poking it like mad. And that's because there's just not enough tea bags in the pot. We're very generous with our tea bags. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and we, I was talking to Helen about this uh, earlier on in the show, actually. What, what do you prefer, Susan? Do you like the, the, the circular ones, the square ones, or the pyramid ones, please? We use square ones. Ah. So the old-fashioned ones then. The, yeah. Wow. We use yeah and what about tea leaves do you do you still do, do make tea with tea leaves as well like we used to, my nanny used to no, do this we don't we no. don't here we no. don't know no. okay okay brilliant imagine oh, the mess yeah <laughs> i can imagine yeah i, I bet it's fine and also you do food as well and snacks and stuff as well is that, is that right we do yes brilliant and, and we, ca- cakes um, cakes and stuff as well yeah 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 we do cakes um we do breakfast apps and plated breakfast and light lunches great Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. Really, really great. And what, what's your opening hours as well at the moment, please, Susan? We're open from Tuesday to Saturday from 9.30 till 3 o'clock. And on a Saturday, we open a little bit earlier. But if you have 9.30 till 3 in your head, you won't go far wrong. 
Great. Now, John was on my show last week. I think you know John, uh, John Sparrow, and he was talking I about. Do. Yeah, we were promoting. I used to f- work with him. <laughs> oh, great, great. We were promoting for you uh, last week, Susan, on the show, the breakfast show. Uh, this Nitter Natter. Tell us about that, please. Um, on a Thursday morning, between from ten till twelve, um, we have Nitter Natter, and so basically. Um, Customers come along and they bring whatever their current project is. So this week we had knitting, crochet, and we had a lady bring along her patchwork and she was sitting doing patchwork, having a cup of coffee, getting to meet new people. And it is literally that. You do your craft and you natter and you, and you meet new people. Wow. Get out of the house, especially on these dreary days. Yeah. Fantastic. This is a great idea. And like you said, getting lots of people out in, into our local community uh, uh, and what have you. And y- you like crafts, don't you, Susan? Is that, I is do, that I right? love it. Yeah. How, how long have you been doing that for and, what, and why did you get into it, please? I've done crafting probably since I was a teenager. So I've always done it and enjoyed doing it. So um, we're having a little revamp in the tea room at the moment. So we're changing out some of the furniture and we're bringing in what I think is sturdier chairs, which we, my husband painted and i'm reupholstering them and that so we're sort of revamping and so that's getting my crafty side there wow um, crochet is my main craft that i do really got is that I, I wouldn't have a clue i mean is it quite easy to learn crochet would you say i think it is but when um we do carers we work with the local doctor surgery and we hold carers sessions here where people who are isolated at home because they're carers they come in for a couple of hours um, in conjunction with the surgery and we do crafts with them and i find that probably 50 percent of them actually struggle to learn the crochet so right um i think there's a little, there's probably a knack to it okay and what about knitting as well i just remember my nan again she used to knit all the time jumpers for us as kids and uh, uh, and what have you i mean again is yeah, that my poor children <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah knitting is that easy to pick up as well I think knitting's probably easier right. to pick up. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. I, I, and and it's it, very popular. It, good, good. I, I, I think a resurgence from lockdown crafting. Right, okay. That's brilliant. I mean, you must be so pleased about this, because I, th- I think it went off the radar, didn't it, for a bit, really, sort of knitting and, and, and crochet. But it's coming back, big, big star, which is, which is great news, yeah. It is, and we have um, a lot of craft sellers actually sell through the tea room now, so they come in and they bring in... Um, they're knitting, they're crochet, they're sewing, there's acrylic pouring, glass painting, um, felting. So we have, I think I have in total sort of about a dozen different sellers all sell their things through the tea room, which is really good as well. Oh, brilliant, Susan. Tell us about what, what's glass, what was it again, glass, what was you just said about the glass? Um, it's basically um, painting on glass, so you can right. paint on glass or mugs, and it's a lot easier now um, because you can buy pens to do ah. it with um and then you bake it bake it in the oven to seal it so we'll be doing some of that um at our one of our next carer sessions actually great i love it absolutely fantastic so you're open today at the moment yes as we speak we are, yes oh yep. still good. doing breakfast oh fantastic breakfast hey, and susan when's your next knit and natter please and if anybody would like to uh come along to it can they just turn up or do they need to let you they know can. in advance no no they can just turn up so it's every thursday so the next one's thursday the 22nd and we're going to do it every Thursday and, and see how it goes. But at the moment, the numbers are high street. So we're placed between the butchers and the Queen's Head. So we're, we're in that little run of um, shops.
heart of your community, your station, your music, Castle Down FM with Kev Lawrence. Now that little uh, jingle there uh, was actually pronounced by our, our final guests on the show this morning. I should be linking it to my old mate, uh, Dave Willock. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Kev. How are you? <laughs> Can you remember doing those, uh, our little voices uh, over the years? I remember it very well indeed, <laughs> yeah. Lo- loads of different ones for everybody there. It's good. It's a wonderful team. I've just found it. I've just found them. So, yes, I thought, <laughs> I've got to play that to start off with, basically. So, how are you, yeah. sir? You all right? Yeah, I'm really good. Really good. Yeah, very busy. Uh, you know, kind of typical crazy just during the uh, half-term break. You know, yeah. six-year-old, so it's all busy. Oh, bless it. How, is he six now, is he, your little He's one? Six, yeah, oh, my gosh. And how is he doing? Is he all right? He's absolutely fine. He's playing with lots of Lego. He's got a Lego crazy. Wow. Fantastic. Now, obviously, uh, sad news the other day. Uh, of course, you, you've been in radio for, for many, many years. That's how I met you, basically, all those years ago. But Steve Roy, I mean, wh- where were you? Uh, wh- where were you when you found out about this sad news, yeah, please, it's, Dave? It's very, very sad news. I mean, I heard from, we got a, a WhatsApp group for our radio people. And um, basically on that WhatsApp group, somebody put it on that. And I was like, oh, that's really sad. I had to immediately, like you have to now, you have to check the news because you can't believe it unless you've actually seen news headlines except you can't just go on somebody just saying on a text but yeah really sad news i mean steve was an icon uh, you know probably one of the greatest radio people up with kenny everett those kind of people very very creative genius um and and did what they did uh, another one actually is kevin greening and um, they were unique people who did something very special on the radio and he just worked all the time, didn't he? Apparently he's in, you know, preparing his show, especially at Radio 2, you know, and Radio 1, I'm sure. But, you know, when he did the, the afternoon show, uh, apparently he was in there, like, before any of the other presenters that, that were doing Absolutely. their shows on that time of day. Yeah. Steve lived and breathed radio, literally. When he wasn't on it, he'd be listening to different people. And, he, and also, what, what a lot of people may not realise is he spent a lot of time in America because he used to pick up a lot of American radio techniques, tricks, if you like. He, he had a lot of... Um, you know, passion for, for American-style radio, you know, uh, uh, the sort of way zoo format, if you like, which was born in America, really, like a Z100 in New York and all those kind of things. And he listened to a lot of that, and, and he made it his own and, and, you know, did something really impressive with it in, in the UK. Yeah, I mean, he brought the posse, the, the idea of, yeah. you know, the zoo yeah. format to, to, to yeah. Great Britain, didn't he? You know, the Absolutely. UK. I mean, Howard Stern, of course, was the great master of that kind of thing, but he did something very different to Howard um, and was um, how can go get away with doing things differently in America, but but Steve was able to bring it in a very unique, very British way to, to the BBC. Brilliant. And when when did you first hear him as a? As a how old were you? Is that uh, day? Can you remember where, where you were? About yeah, twelve years old, I think. That's twelve yeah. years old when I first heard Steve right in the afternoon, and and you know that that forever will live with me. The Steve Wright jingles, um, you know, and I think as a person, I, he probably was the person that I aspired to in those early days. First person yeah. on One FM. Uh, and all those kind of things. And after that, you, you kind of led you on to the Brunos, the Neil Jameses, the, the Gary Davises, and all of that kind of stuff. But he was probably the first person, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and of course he used to do the road shows as well. I mean, he was just amazing, wasn't he? You know, I yeah. I, I, I think I went. I I think as a kid, uh, Barry Island. I'm sure he was down oh, there. Barry yeah. Did you have? Who was on stage? I wonder. Who was I, I, do you know? I can't or, remember. Or I was very young, <laughs> very very young, but uh, probably about eight or ten, like yeah. yourself. You know. Uh, well, it's funny because the, the Steve Wright show that I went to was in Weymouth, and it was Neil James was doing the warm up. Steve Wright it was Lulu, and we had the other chap whose name's going to escape me. <laughs> Um, he was in the soaps. He was in EastEnders, and he, he turned to being a pop star. Um, oh. Shane, 
Shane, something or other, doesn't matter. Uh, is, it, is, it, is it Shane Ward? <laughs> I think no, no, it wasn't Shane Ward. It was somebody else. Shane, oh, he's gone now. But but yeah, he was very good. And Lulu had to sing. It was really awkward, slightly awkward, I felt, because it was during the time of Take That with Lulu and Relight My Fire. Oh, yes. And she had to wait for the Take That bit for singing. And then she had to belt her bit out of the solo. Okay. And it was a really strange experience. I've never seen anything quite like that since. But there we go. Brilliant. And com- what's coming out at the moment, all the tributes that are coming out, especially the, the people in the radio business, apparently he was mm. very good. Um, and I, I bet... He, he would have done the same with you because you know why you've never ended up on Radio Two or One. I do not know because you're so brilliant. But <laughs> I, you know, he used to welcome all the new people in, didn't he, and make you feel really, really well, welcome. Do you know, he, a friend of mine, somebody I do know, actually, Jenny Costello was at Radio One for a little bit, and um, she was very, very young, probably one of their youngest presenters. And she remembers, she said on on Facebook, she remembers being interviewed by him in the afternoon, welcoming her to One FM, and and he said, um, you know, to her, you know, you're very young, you're like twelve years old, and <laughs> she was she was older than that, but. Yeah, he, he was very good at welcoming new people in, and a bit of a character, really. Um, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, he was. Um, he was, was certainly nobody I know like him. So there you go. Brilliant. Now, in a minute, I'm going to play. After you've gone, uh, I thought just to make you laugh as well, make you smile. Uh, ask, ask Elvis. Can you remember those little, little, uh, little I, I clips you to do? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so Have I found uh, in the archives a little a little clip with uh, Ask Alvis, basically, with Tim Smith as well, <laughs> uh, obviously, uh, which is really, really good. And then after that, I'm going to play a little bit of Alvis, actually, and then I'm going to play Billy Piper, because I remember, Dave, when he finished on the Radio 1 breakfast show, so he did that for yes. a bit, didn't he? Can you remember? Yeah, he did, they yeah. moved him, didn't they, from the afternoons. He'd been on the right. afternoons for a long time. And... Um, I remember his very last show, it was on a Friday, the, the breakfast show, before he finished and went off and did different things. And then, of course, he, he powered up with, uh, with Radio 2. Uh, he said, on Monday, there's going to be a new presenter, Chris Evans, basically. Uh, and, of course, uh, he married uh, Billy Piper, didn't he? So we're going to play he a Billy did. track. Honey, so honey to the bee, now, see, Dave? The interesting, the interesting thing about the Radio 1 breakfast show, really, really quickly, is, of course, he, he was famous for, obviously, afternoons. And the, 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 the idea is that you put your biggest name on the breakfast show, and, of course, the audience was huge on his Radio 1 show in the afternoon. And they yeah. were like, well, he's only got one way to go. We've got to put him on breakfast. I'm not sure he ever was that keen on breakfast, but I think it was the thing that they felt as a radio station they had to do. So, yes. Yeah, yeah I, I agree, actually. I think, yeah, he, he's more suited, wouldn't he? He, he? I think more comfortable doing, Absolutely. you know, afternoon. And, of course, he... But his breakfast show was amazing, too. Yeah, so, you know. it was brilliant. And I remember, again, you know, he was saying, you know, this is it now. This is the last breakfast show on Radio 1. I just want to say, you know, the best alert. I can remember those words now. I, I think I've got it on tape yeah. somewhere, Dave, you know, because so, <laughs> I taped it, what have you. Um, Wonderful time. Yeah, and, I, and then, of course, he was away for quite a bit. He was helping other radio stations and what have you. And then, of course, he got yeah. Saturday mornings on Radio 2. And then, and the of course, the rest is history, mate. Honestly, <laughs> absolutely fantastic. So, anyway, up next for you, all right, we've got Ass uh, Elvis, obviously starting off with his theme tune, which, of course, was put together by Anthony James, apparently. So, um, and there's, there's a slightly Salisbury connection as well, because Anthony James works very closely with a chap called Drew White, Andrew White. Oh. He was inspired for many years. Oh, so, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what, Dave? You know, oh, honestly, mate, honestly. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well. All right, listen, thank you so much for allowing me to ring you, Dave. All right. Well, and, uh, you know, well. uh, we're always remembering what we see, right? I mean, yeah, it's just absolutely, absolutely a, a legend, basically. All right. Uh, have a great all rest right. of today. Say hello to you. you too. All right. Great to thank you. You see too. You. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, mate. Bye.
Tim, have you seen Elvis? I've not seen him for ages. No, when was the last time we saw him? Oh, about six months ago. Oh. <laughs> no, it wasn't that long ago. Three months ago. Wait a minute, I, can, I think I can hear him now. Uh, is that Elvis? Uh, Elvis is in I'll the right building. Here, oh, I'll right here, fellas. I was hiding under the table for the whole time. Uh-huh. Is that what you were? Yeah, I was. I've, I've been right here the whole time. Just, <laughs> oh, one too many jolly donuts just fell asleep. And next you thing I look great, Elvis. Well, I think you I'm look much. fantastic, yeah. Have you been working out? Well, I, I've, been wor- <laughs> I've been working out all kind of things. I've, I've been working out my fat return. I've, I've, been, I've been working out the meaning of life. Oh, I've been well, working out uh-huh, all kinds of things. Well, funny you should say that. Uh, first well, up, that's good. We've got <laughs> that Peter, helps. Yes. <laughs> Peter Cook from Chillingham in Kent says, I've got a question that's been puzzling me for some time. Uh-huh. Well, it's heavy. Does life exist outside the solar system? I've been puzzling everybody for some time. Is it possible that we've already been intercepted by alien life force? <laughs> and I'm relying on you, Elvis, for an answer. Go oh, for okay. it. Okay, I'll start with the simple ones. <laughs> yes, that's a good question, Peter. Uh, Peter Cook, very good comment to name. Um, well, here's the thing. Uh, it isn't, uh, the, the evidence just is not there one way or the other to conjecture. Certainly, um, you have to bear in mind the odds against life originating on this planet are fairly astronomical. There's a whole bunch of factors happening to be exactly right. The right kind of science planet, right kind of distance from the right kind of sun, with yeah. the right kind of chemical composition on the ground. Other little things we have in our advantage, like the fact that our, our, our axis is tilted away from the sun. So we have seasons. Maybe that's an important thing for life. Maybe having a moon to give us tides. Maybe that's important. So it's entirely possible that maybe there's another planet somewhere in the universe, given how big and how old the universe is. But I regret to say they're probably so far away that we'll never actually get to meet them. Elvis, could you compass it in one word? Uh, don't know. Ask Elvis on Radio 2 Now I think we can go to a caller And it's going to be Dick Wilkinson from Teesside Hello Dick Hey, hi Steve <laughs> Oh, hello, you sound lively so Where are you on Teesside, whereabouts? I'm actually in Jarrow today So I'm up in Tyneside, a bit further north Okay, now Elvis is waiting for your question then, Dick Hey, hey. Hey. Okay, hi uh-huh. Elvis. I need some help. Uh, I'll do my best for you, sir. Hey, good man. Can you tell me uh-huh. who decides which side the filler caps go on motor cars? Because when I drive into a petrol station, it really ticks me off when you have I a huge queue of, of, of cars on your side with the filler cap and there's nobody on the other side. Yeah. Is it the EU? Is it the motor car manufacturers? Or is a little man in a darkened room? I good believe question. it's fairly arbitrary. I believe it's fairly arbitrary. Um, I, I have noticed the Japanese car. Uh, tend to have them over on the left, whereas most other brands tend to have them on the right. I, I believe this may be something to do with the fact that Japan is one of the very few other countries in the world, apart from the United Kingdom, where they uh, do, in fact, drive on the left hand side of the road. And as such, uh, <laughs> well, when you're pulling up to the petrol pump, uh, you would pull up with the pump to your left, much as you would do uh, parking with the curb. Whereas almost every place else in the world, they, they drive on the other side, so that's why. Right. I've noticed there are exceptions. Uh, for some reason, it tends to be on the left and things like vans and commercial vehicles and other things like that. Of course, if, uh, indeed, indeed. Uh, Indeed, if you are lucky enough to own a pre-1988 Jaguar XJ, then that has a petrol cap on both sides, Dave. <laughs> both, both sides? sides both How sides. would he know that? That's Jaguar drivers for you. <laughs> awesome. The most entitled people on the road. Dick, thank you very much for being on. There's your answer. That was very comprehensive. Thank you. Very no, thank you. Very inquisitive.
I think you can get the next call if you like. Yeah, it's Paul Silvers who's in Taunton in Somerset. Hi, Paul. Hello. Hi, Elvis. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing splendidly, Paul. I'm just wondering, for a kind of your ass, what can I do for you? I've heard you're an expert on sea creatures. I'm an expert on many things. Yeah, I was just wondering whether things. you could fill me in on um, where to find walruses. Where to find what, walruses. What kind of food do they prefer? <laughs> Clams or barnacles? <laughs> Generally speaking, uh, the North Pole of the Arctic Ocean, and, and, and they tend to weigh up to three and a half thousand pounds, so if they're there, you'll know. They do like uh, clams, mollusks. They have a real taste for clams. They suck them right out of their shells. I think <laughs> barnacles are a little small for uh, for your average kind of size walrus. Uh, might just uh, take a few barnacles as a hors d'oeuvre, but I think they're generally going to cut big straight to the big they clams. don't like anything from Greg's? No. Uh, <laughs> well, they probably would if there were Greg's on the Arctic Ocean. Uh, I, I, That's I, coming. I'm envisaging a walrus in Greg's right now, and it's, it's strangely easy to do. <laughs> That's the real kind of way. It is, yeah. yeah. I, I may have difficult to shake in that image now that you put it there, Steve. So now, sorry about that. They like cod? What else do they like? What else? Oh, they, like, they, they like clams, but they like a lot of clams. A whole bunch of clams. Yeah. I mean, it's 3,000 to 6,000 clams in a single go, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're going to need a lot of clams if you want to make friends with the walrus, Paul. Yes, thank you, for, Paul, very much. Yeah, thank good you. question. Thank after you, all, Paul. the walrus was Paul. You, Some regards to your hound dog. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> How did he know I had a hound dog? <laughs> so strange. Yeah, I'll give yeah, you a I don't think you're anything like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> You ain't nothing like a hound dog. I, hand dog. <laughs> I am the walrus, though. Yeah, 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 very good. I see what you did. Goo goo and indeed jube. Uh, we haven't heard from your guitar yet, so uh, I mean, just I got it right here. Here it is. All right, now this is a member of our team this week, Elvis. This is Ricky, who says he loves a show tune. Elvis, it's Olivia Awards this weekend, the Oscars of the West End. So we thought it would be nice to hear you serenade us with one of your favourite show tunes. Says Ricky from our show. Well, let's cut straight to the big one. Let's have some sound of music right here. I in the hills, a lonely goat, hilly, hilly, hilly. the voice of the lonely goat, hilly, hilly. You're joining in there. It's kind of hard to resist, isn't it? I folks in a town, the bush from Lord Hilly, hilly, hilly. Lusty and clear from the goat, hilly, hilly, so there he is and the uh, legendary uh, Steve Wright then because our community matters and his Alvis now all shook up well, I bless my soul, but what's wrong with me? I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends say I'm acting wild as a bug. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my hand is shaking and my knees are weak. I can't seem to stand on my own two feet. Who do you think of when you have such luck? I'm in love. I'm all shook up Well, please don't ask me what's on my mind I'm a little mixed up, gonna feel fine When I'm near the girl that I love best My heart beats so it scares me to death When she touch my hand, what a chill I got Her lips are like a volcano that's hot 
I'm proud to say that she's my buttercup I'm in love I'm all shook up mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My tongue gets tied when I try to speak My insides shake like a leaf on a tree There's only one cure for this body of mine That's to have that girl and her love so fine She touched my hand and what the chill I got Her lips are like a volcano that's hot I'm proud to say that she's my buttercup I'm in love, I'm all shook up mm -hmm. I'm all shook up. This is Cat Lawrence. Cool. Number two, uh, brown soil particles. There brown, you are. Brown <laughs> Whatever made you think of that <laughs> as number two? Brown know. soil particles. <laughs> I mean, blimey. Uh, uh, anyway, listen. Uh, number one, are you ready for number one? <laughs> <laughs> number one is... Are you ready? Sis, <laughs> are you ready? Go oh, on. She's gone. Go on. She's gone. Right, <laughs> listen. Number one, are you ready? <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> pink fluffy clouds. <laughs> well, it had to be, didn't it? Is it okay? Pink fluffy clouds. Yeah. To the beat. 
So glad we haven't got one of those cameras in here. I'll tell you one see. We have next door. We're not on this studio. We're swaying to the left and to the right with this one. The team and I, yes. It's a massive activity here today. I'll tell you one see. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. I'm back tomorrow morning then with my in conversation show. Loving this. Billy, Holly to the Bee. It's just that soothing tune, isn't it? Yes, thank you, Billy, for that. Honestly, absolutely fantastic. Right, now, don't forget, after the 12 o'clock news and midday uh, news, we've got the fantastic Tony. He's back. Tony Pankhurst then with his jukebox classics. And we've got loads of other shows uh, after him. Uh, check out our schedule now on www.castdownfm.com. Uh, all the shows, basically, 24 hours a day. All volunteers here, you know. Uh, some great shows. So tune in. Uh, keep tuned uh, to Tony. Taking us up to the news then. Let's do a little bit of Johnny Cash. Hey, get rhythm. When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, get a rock and roll feeling in your bones, but taps on your toes and get gone, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, a little shoe shine boy, he never gets low down, but he's got the dirtiest job in town. Bending low at the people's feet on a windy corner of a dirty street. Well, I asked him while he shined my shoes how to keep from getting the blues. He grinned as he raised his little head, he popped his shoe shine rag, and then he said, Get a rhythm. When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, a jumpy rhythm makes you feel so fine. It'll shake all your trouble from your worried mind. Get a rhythm. When you get the blues. Get a rhythm 
When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, get a rock and roll feeling in your bones, put taps on your toes, get gone, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, well, I sat and I listened to the shoe shine boy, and I thought I was gonna jump with joy. Slapped on the shoe polish left and right, he took his shoe shine rag and he held it tight. He stopped once to wipe the sweat away. I said, You mighty little boy to be a working that way. He said, I like it with a big wide grin. Kept on a popping and he said again, Get a rhythm. When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, it only costs a dime just a nickel a shoe. It does a million dollars worth of good for you. Get a rhythm. When you get the blues. Saturday Morning Show is an in-house production for Castle Down FM. Copyright 2023. On FM, online, and through your smart speakers, this is Castle Down FM. News Update. Midday.